On this episode of Nurses Voices, we will be talking with a registered nurse who chose nursing as a second career following a career in business. We'll learn why she chose nursing and why she continues to thrive in her second profession. This is Nurses Voices. Nurses Voices is sponsored by Pfizer Canada. It is supported by the Canadian Nurses Foundation and the Canadian Nurses Association. Welcome to Nurses Voices. I'm Gail Donner. And I'm Mary Wheeler. We're hearing a lot in the news these days about nurses leaving their jobs and their profession. And at the same time, we hear there are more applicants for nursing schools than there are programs. We're going to continue to need more nurses as our population ages and as the complexity of caring increases. In Canada, we have a number of nursing programs that focus on people with previous education, often degrees in other disciplines. A source of potential nurses that we don't hear much about is people who are in other careers. Today, we will talk with Jane Kraut, a registered nurse who chose nursing after a successful business career. Welcome to Nurses Voices, Jane Kraut. Since graduating with a BN in 2014, Jane has worked in a variety of positions in the community as a palliative care nurse, a hospital-based case coordinator, and a clinical nursing instructor and simulation facilitator. Jane is currently a full-time student pursuing a Master of Nursing degree at the University of Manitoba. As a student, she works part-time as a research assistant, and in the summers, she's a camp nurse in Northwestern Ontario. I wonder if you could start by just telling us a little bit about who you are and how you came to choose nursing. <laughs> that's a big ask. Who, who am I? That's a, that's a tough question. Um, well, I'll start with, with the easy stuff. So I am a mom of three. Um, so I've been a mom for a long time. My oldest is 18 and in university herself. So we're, we're co-students together. She's, she doesn't really like it, but we, we are. Yeah, so before I became a nurse, I had a career in business. Um, I worked in finance at Air Canada. Um, I always had a passion for numbers. So I had originally thought about being an accountant, um, but I was doing an arts degree. My major was literature and my minor was math. So I started with, with Air Canada and finance. So I worked payroll, accounts receivable, accounts payable. Um, and then I had kids and the world changed a little bit. I found myself a little less interested in being the, the collections call and a little more interested in how I could maybe be a helper, but didn't really know what to do. So I just dabbled in a bunch of things. So still taking some accounting courses, ended up falling into some community development courses uh, at the University in Human Ecology. And I really liked those. We worked with communities and I was fortunate enough to be able to take a day off a week to attend those classes from work. So that was really, really great, but didn't really know what to do with it. So had another kid, did another mat leave. And someone said to me, you know, if you like business and you like helping, maybe you'll try human resources. So I did, I tried that. I did a, a human resources certificate at U of M where I've been since 1996. I really liked it. And I got in with a really great company, an engineering firm. Um, I loved that job. I loved it, just everything about it. So just the communication, the working with other people, 
um, still being able to use kind of that logical brain working with engineers. So that was really nice. And, and then had another kid. So we're up to kid number three and the company was purchased. And so I didn't really know what I was going to do after my mat leave. And during that year, my husband's father got very ill and he spent quite a bit of time in ICU. And then subsequently he died. And I spent a lot of time at the bedside and around nurses. And I don't know, it's something just clicked. And I said, I want to do that. I want to be a nurse. I love nurses. I think they're amazing. They really helped get us through that time. And so at, you know, three kids under six and no job to go back to, we decided that I would go back to school full time and become a nurse. It wasn't an easy ride. I did have to do a number of courses to upgrade and do some prerequisites, but got into the College of Nursing at U of M. And I guess the rest is in my bio. <laughs> so what was the response of the people around you? You're a mom, you have a, a partner, you have three kids. Yeah. Family. What did your family, colleagues, friends have to say about this? <laughs> so I sort of kept it to myself for a little bit. My husband actually was the one who sort of eventually said, you know, you've been kind of talking about this now for a little bit. And I think you should just do it. You know, he, the timing was worked out. Okay. And financially we had received a little bit of an inheritance. So we knew it would be okay if I had decided to do a bit of a shift. So, um, you know, definitely his support. So he was very supportive, but I kept it secret until I really applied and got in, you know, I think my family was used to me doing all sorts of strange things. So chalk it up to another strange thing that Jane was doing. My kids were young enough to not really understand, but knew it was fun because mom was having fun and she was going to school and they didn't know what that meant, but it meant that I was gone a lot more, but they were really great about it. And we've always believed in lifelong learning, whether that's, you know, full-time full speed, or if it's a course here and there. So I think it's been really good for the kids to see moms at school and moms doing this. And this is why. So it's, it's been positive overall, but there were lots of moments where, you know, I'm sure people were just shaking their heads. Like, <laughs> what are you doing going back to, I mean, at that time I was 30. Um, so I was a, a mature student at 30. So, <laughs> it's, um, you know, I felt kind of old to be there, but it was still, it's still great. Great experience. Now, now you're a nurse. Uh, you took a long time getting there and did a bunch of other things. So what's being a nurse like? It's such an interesting experience because you, you know, you, you might want something. So in this case, I, I desperately wanted to be a nurse. I thought it would be the right fit for all the, the right reasons, the helping, the, you know, just loved, you know, being a part of like families and being a part of their lives and that relational piece. I think halfway through the program, like through my training, I realized I am too old for shift work. And so that kind of threw a bit of a, a wrench into the plan. It came to nearing graduation and thinking like, what am I going to do? Because I, I'm just too old. I don't think I could stay awake all night. I don't know how I would do that. It's been interesting because there is so much out there for nurses. So we think of nursing as this bedside you know, nurse wearing scrubs and being there, but I've never had to work in a facility. I've been fortunate enough to carve out a different path and it's there for people, which is what I love. As an instructor, sometimes I have students that will say to me, I just don't, I don't want to go to medicine. Everybody wants to go to medicine, right? That's the big 
the big excitement is medicine. It's sexy. You learn a lot. You get to do a lot of psychomotor skills, but you can do so many other things in nursing. And I always tell my students when they ask, don't worry about that. You just finish and you'll find your path. And it may be very different, which maybe makes it a little bit harder because maybe there's you know less jobs like that, but they are out there. So I've been very fortunate to be able to kind of carve a, a non-traditional path and have not had to wear scrubs. So <laughs> that's also been very different. So I'd be interested, Jane, to hear more about what it was like going back to school. So you were 30, uh, you had jobs, you had work, uh, you've, you've come in from a second career. So what was that like? At that time, we were placed in cohorts and I was in a cohort that had a lot of moms. So we used to joke we were the mom cohort because there were, quite, there was, I say quite a few, there were 60 people, maybe there were five or six of us in the class that, you know, were a little bit mature where we were older than than the other students and we bonded quickly because we had some of the same problems schedules challenges that type of thing but I had I hate to say kids but to me they were I had kids in my class who yeah um, one of them had skipped a grade so she wasn't even 18 and I was sitting there at 30 you know so very different you know and, and lots of um you know moments where maybe I felt a little bit upset because you'd see students sort of roll into class at 10 and you know they had maybe just woken up and they'd slept in and meanwhile I'd been up at six getting lunches made and kids to school out the door and then put in an hour of studying and then got to class right so it's a different it's a very different schedule for for moms because we have other responsibilities but I also have to say that being a parent um, and being a bit older and maybe having lived a little bit more of a life I felt like I understood how to fit it all in together. So the prioritization, maybe figuring out what I can let go. I think it was good to have a bit of balance and be able to be like, you know what? No, I can, I can go enjoy dinner with my family and I will be very efficient in the time that I have to, to do that and, and get that balance. So it wasn't always easy, but it was something that I think, you know, as an older person I could do. Did the university accommodate the group of you that were older and had more life experience or was everybody treated the same? You know, certainly if I needed something, an accommodation and there, and there were things that I, I needed, um, you know, a sick kid or my husband actually had surgery during the, the process and I had to, you know, had to be late with an assignment. They were very, it was, it was fine. Um, and I think you develop a different relationship with your, with your profs some of my profs have now become my colleagues and and friends mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you're already at kind of that same level and and maybe have kids at the same age and you just happen to be in different stages of life and with your career which I really really appreciated and I think that made things easier when I was looking for other ways to use my nursing degree but it was it was still hard and I and I know now um, our program has changed a little bit mm -hmm. and I think of some of the students and the way they've scheduled clinical. And, and I know that would have been a bit harder for me in terms of, so now some of the students are doing 12s or they are doing clinical on weekends. Um, and I don't know if I would have been able to, to make that work. We, we have a shortage of nurses and there's lots of talk about, uh, you know, expediting internationally educated nurses looking you know, with different nurses who have retired coming back or who have switched coming back or whatever. But would you, would 
the recruitment of people from other careers be something now when you think back of your own experience, be something we should do? And if we were to do it, what, what would you tell somebody who's been doing something else about why this might be right for them at this particular time? That's a good question. And, and after everything we've gone through in the last couple of years that, you know, now is a time where people really are looking for maybe something else. Maybe they've been impacted by the healthcare system in a way that they hadn't before. And as humans were searching for things, I think that recruiting from other pools, maybe, maybe similar overlapping pools, maybe hitting the right buttons in terms of what nursing can bring you. I joked earlier about, you know, being too old for night shifts, but I have a good friend who also was a mom, um, career switch. She had been a hairdresser and came back to school and she loves working nights because she can be there mm -hmm. to see your kids go to school, takes them in the morning, then sleeps all day. And you don't know what people are looking for and what is going to fit with their life balance. And it doesn't have to be full-time, right? There's lots of different, you know, EFTs and different position positions you can take and lots of transferable skill sets. So yeah, I think it would be a great idea. I mean, I love being a nurse. When you say you love it, what, what do you love about it? <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't love any of the traditional things. The pieces of nursing for me and people will maybe challenge me on this a little bit is I love the things that we would typically call the softer skills, although I hate using that term. I love people talking to people. I think the communication and assessment piece of nursing is a wonderful thing. And, you know, people will say, oh, you're just being nosy. And I'm like, no, I'm assessing the situation, right? You're really getting to know someone, which is why I love community nursing, because I love being invited into people's homes and seeing their kids and their grandkids on the walls and asking questions and getting to know someone, because I think that makes it better to have that relationship in order to bring you know, health and wellness to people. So I think those are the things I like best is just that relational practice piece. And then being a part of helping people to be the, maybe the best version of themselves or to bring health and well-being to, to them. Cause they're obviously in a position where for whatever reason, whether it's illness and injury or something in the life cycle is going on and just to be there in those moments, those are the pieces I love the best. And they really don't have much to do with, <laughs> with medicine <laughs> and some of the more traditional things we think of when it comes to nursing. But maybe that's one of the things we need to tell people who might be considering nursing. Um, when you started, you said, well, I've done a lot of things that some people might not think sound like nursing because they're not in a hospital and they're not about the skills, the, the psychomotor skills, I think you said. So it makes me wonder if we're even promoting the profession to a broad enough group of people. Yeah, because I think one of the things that I also really love the education piece, I could have been equally as happy going into education. Um, I just wasn't in a place where I really wanted to be around kids. So the, it's education when you, when you look at being an educator in a university, but you know, you bring education into your role as a nurse at the bedside, you know, for me in community health nursing, we were always teaching clients how to do whatever it is they needed to, to do. The best 
community nurse is one who closes the file and leaves. That was always our philosophy is that we've taught you how to maintain this level of wellness. We've taught you how to do your own wound care. So I think the education piece does not get played up enough because I didn't know that going in, that I was going to have to have this nurse as educator role and assess my learner and be able to bring it to the level that they were, were to understand. So I, I would definitely, you know, play up some of that because I think those skills are important. And, you know, I will be the first to tell you, I cannot put an IV in. I am not good at it. I don't do it enough. I've done it twice in my entire career, you know, and skills can happen with time and development, but the other pieces are, you know, also very, very important and very interesting to maybe a lot of people who didn't know that that was what nursing is. I wanted to build on what Gail talked about, because what I feel is that no matter what job you take on, you would have loved it. So whether you were working at Air Canada or you're working in human resources or where you are now. So you in just in meeting you, you have that approach or style. But you did mention, and I think of the individuals who are at a point in their career, maybe in one career, went down a path. It might not have been their path. It might have been the path that their parents said, you should really be an engineer. You should really be a lawyer. It can be, you know, somehow we get influenced in different ways when we're younger. How do we have the conversation with those individuals as we're talking about this? I think it's pretty significant. It isn't the poster of we want to come and pull people in from different workplaces. It's more touching what you said, where there is a niggle or an unrest, it doesn't matter. And, and helping people not feel guilty that I have in put 10 years into one career and how that conversation in a family of versus expectations, I think we need to look at different ways to tap in to people's unrest, to tap into people's, I wouldn't say unhappiness, but just I don't feel fulfilled. I was in a workshop today and there was someone who had been 10 years as a kinesiologist and then wanted to go into nursing. How do we tap into Others who nursing will benefit, but humankind will benefit when people are in the right place doing what they love. Yeah. And I, I wonder too, there's a lot of talk about different generations in the workplace. And in my family, my dad worked at one place for his entire 45 year career, would never have thought about changing that career because you just didn't do that as a baby boomer. That's you were, you were loyal to your, your place of work. Um, you know, to now to my own kids and sort of their sort of launching careers, maybe a friend, some friends that are a bit older and they're like, I'll work here, I'll work there, I'll work here, I'll work there. You know, the average person's going to have 11 careers, not just jobs, but careers in their lifetime. So it's very, it's a very like wide range of sort of thoughts about those big leaps. Some people can do them. So there's got to be some kind of a balance. And I think you're right when you say like touching on those things. And if you have a niggle, so for me, my path hasn't really changed. I've always been looking to be in some sort of a helping profession. Again, there was like those pieces that you, those little values that you, you can break down. And I think we need to talk to people about, you know, what brings you sort of some sort of intrinsic happiness in what you're doing. And that doesn't mean that you have to be a lawyer, accountant, doctor, nurse, teacher, whatever, but what are those pieces and 
maybe, oh, you could get them here, but you can also get them here and look at how transferable all these skills are. So I brought so much of what I had in my previous career to nursing. And I think people who've left nursing probably bring a lot of their nursing to whatever next mm -hmm, role they mm -hmm. fill, right? Mm -hmm. So it's more like those, I don't know, those deep skills, those kind of intrinsic pieces for me that we need to maybe tap into, right? I, I think some of it is, and, and you've expressed it very well, is what grabs you mm -hmm. and connecting with whatever that, whether you want to call it passion or whatever, but whatever that is, there's something that says, I think I fit. Over the almost a year that we've been doing Nurses' Voices, and in Mary's and my much longer career doing career development and coaching and that kind of thing, we talked about what you need from the educational program, but there's also something nurses tell us a lot about what they need from their workplace. And I just wonder in your experience, because even though you've not been a nurse for 30 years or anything like that, you've had a variety of experiences in the profession, but you've also had some experience in other workplaces. What makes a workplace to you that actually helps you keep what I, you know, unless you're a phenomenal actress, to me, I see a very positive person who likes what she does. So <laughs> unless I said you put on a terrific show, which I doubt, which I doubt, you found some happiness in this career and some fulfillment, to use your word. So how does an employer or workplace contribute or facilitate mm -hmm. that so that you don't lose that enjoyment, that sense of making a difference, etc. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I wear my heart right on my sleeve. So I'm not a good actress at all. When we were in, in our last year of, of undergrad, we had to make a, a decision matrix about where we wanted to do our practicums. I was going to be a labor and delivery nurse. That was what I was going to do because I'd had three kids and I loved the, my nurses and that was going to be my job. Um, and then after the decision matrix, I realized that it wasn't really about what I was going to do. It was about the team I was going to be on and the unit and the people that made up that place. Because I've, you know, we'd obviously done clinicals and there had been some really great units and there had been some really maybe not, not as great units. And so you sort of start to look at like, what is it about going in to a job? It's a job, right? Nursing is a job. It's a, it can be a calling, but it's, it's a job. You're going to get up. You're going to have mornings where you're tired and you don't want to go. So what's going to bring you in to that, to that place. Um, and for me, it came down to the people and the team um, and who I would be working with in terms of that nurse client relationship. This is what I think is amazing you are looking at the profession with a lens of someone who is a mature individual. Yeah, I know it's tough too, because I, you know, you think about, so I obviously have a variety of student ages when I've done my own instruction and you see, there is a difference between someone who's quite young and somebody who has maybe had a few jobs and, you know, maybe has lived a bit more. And so it, it's tough to see because, you know, we do need so many nurses and it's, in some ways, it's a training program, right? It's a vocation. Nursing is a, is a trade. Um, but there is the critical thinking piece. So I don't know if there's a right answer. Like I, the people I know who were a bit older coming into nursing, I think have carved out really good, thoughtful careers and have been able to 
kind of use that wisdom in that way. Um, but if I had come out at 22, I wouldn't be in nursing anymore. I don't think, I really don't think I would. So is there a place for maybe looking at a little bit older, but then we lose out, right? So it's just such a hard conversation to have. But if we say you were in business and you can come to nursing, then we surely have to be able to say, I was in nursing and now I want to go into business or whatever. That should be okay too. And it'll be some of those people will be people who started nursing at 18 or 19 and others will might be people who started it as a second career at in their mid-20s and maybe they're going to have another career after that. I, I think what appeals to me when I listen to you is if people, whether they're younger or older, can a bit get in touch with who they really are and feel comfortable and get some support to make decisions that connect with whatever that is, then they'll at least for however long that first or second career lasts, they'll at least be happy doing it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of season two of Nurses Voices. We look forward to seeing you in future episodes. Until then, we encourage you to view previous episodes from this season and from our first season. I'm sure you will find them interesting. You can view and listen to Nurses Voices on a variety of platforms, including YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And remember, if you want to give us any feedback, please connect with us through nursesvoices.ca and remember to sign up for our e-newsletter. Nurses Voices is sponsored by Pfizer Canada. It is created by Donner Mueller. It is produced by Sector Limited. It is supported by the Canadian Nurses Foundation and the Canadian Nurses Association. Oh, 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 oh